Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. That notification that just came to your phone, that buzz, that's just another sign that we are here for another week and another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch. I am part of the trifecta, your man 50 Grand Hadrico, and to my right. Yeah, yeah, you know me, Exec P, a.k.a. Cash, what's going on? And we can't forget about my guy, Mr. Prez, we still hear people. El Presidente, what's good, baby? Oh, man, it's been a good week, man. Uh, went on a little vacation with the family. Oh, okay. A little rested. Yeah, went, went, went to the beach, a European what, beach. What beach I went to? We went to the beach in the Netherlands. Wasn't really. It was oh, cold. Okay. It was cold. <laughs> yep. See, listen, not, not a good idea to go there. I should have went somewhere in Spain. Listen, tried, man, tried when, you, when, you, when yeah. you live in Europe, you just can be like, like, just look, for all our people in the States, man, while y'all got Walmart, and that's amazing, we could wake up and go to the Netherlands. To Amsterdam, to Paris. Three, four hour drive. Man. Easy. So you go to Walmart and get your blue light special. We're going to go get some crepes. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what I had too. I had me a bunch of Dutch pancakes. There you man. go. Those crepes, they was what, popping. What about you, Zach P? Big week for you? Little week was good. Hey, man. Same old, same old, man. Just grinding at the job, man. You know, nothing, nothing special, man. Same old, same old. That's good. Good. What about you, man? Uh, Nobody ever asked. Hud, how he's doing. How are you doing? You know, busy. All right, so where are we jumping into this? Oh, is it? <laughs> no, no, okay. no, my fault, my fault. I give you time to go. Go no, ahead and talk. Good. Go ahead and talk to me. That's exactly how my week went. <laughs> now, you know what, though? Uh, honestly, uh, just getting ready. Really excited, man, about Monday to go go see the fam. Um, get to see my son first high school varsity football game. Um, Ooh, that's so that's, that's going to be dope. Um, I told him he better get his ass in the game. I ain't flying out there to watch you sit on the sideline, but I ain't going to lie. I, I watch him sit on the sideline if I had to. It just to see him come out that tunnel. I can I, see you just being like the dad off Friday night lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be loud. He's going to be loud. I'm going to be loud. I, I, don't, I don't doubt that at all. At end, listen, I'm don't gonna, you be out there embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> you Nobody can't carry will. the ball. <laughs> Nobody will ever think you won't be loud at your son's game. That's, that's the last thing, man. I just lost. Oh, no, I'm back. All right. I just went dead on me for a second. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, yeah, I got to get on this flight, man. And, you know. And it just so happens I'm on the same flight with Exec Pete. Yeah, we got to figure out how to make this happen, man, as far as, you know, at least see Sit in the same vicinity or something. Yeah, well, listen, I want the window, so I don't care. You can have the aisle. Yeah, I pee a lot, man. I got baby bladder, so, so I got to sit on the aisle. Cool. <laughs> cool. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather sit in this unit than let the airplane go. Let's just go down and talk to the people. They should. We'll make it work. Yeah, it work out. We'll make it work. We're going to get there early enough. And you know then I'm going to try to get an upgrade. I'm saying this man talks himself into like, you know, yeah. we got the military love. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm going to let him do the talking the and then I'm going to just yeah. get in where I fit in. <laughs> but look, man, we got another week, man. A lot of good stuff to get into, man. So let's dive right in, man. We'll be right back if we get this thing started. So. I don't have the notes, so I don't know what we're going to talk about first. So, man, uh, shoot, we got a bunch of different places we can go, man. We can go with the the Jay-Z. Oh, let's start, let's start. Let's start. Start, start it off, man. How you feel? How you feel, man? The question is, I'm going to pose a question to both of you. Jay-Z sides with the NFL to show social injustice. Sell out or not? 
I'm never gonna do that as far as any of you know my these black these black men here, whether it be Cap or Jay Z. These guys are not sellouts to begin with, and I hate that people are pitting them against each other to begin with. And then the fact that anytime you see a successful black man, and then they start intermingling with, I, I suppose the NFL, if you want to call them white America, to most people, then they have to be a sellout. So I definitely wouldn't call them a sellout. What about you, Press? Who's intermingling and like who's who's selling out? Cap had several chances. Like the reason he's not on the team, he was offered contracts and offered these Baltimore, but he's decided Miami not to be at these teams. He want a bigger role. He's not ready to accept anything different. He don't think he did anything wrong. He don't think he need to step back and come back in. How do we know how real these offers are? Uh, that, yeah, I don't know that. See, and that's but I can judge by his little video that he just put out last week. That was a workout that didn't show him throwing at all. That I'm, I'm not sure that he's serious. So, where I'm speaking as far as Jay Z, are you saying that was this a sellout move by Jay Z to go sign with the NFL to help build on social injustice, or was it just basically him trying to do something in, in his philanthropist type of ways? So, who's doing something besides wearing T-shirts in the NFL right now? Who's who's we had Ed Reed just do his whole uh, Hall of Fame speech, and you know he had on the T-shirt and everything. He spoke a little bit, but what are we doing besides that? Absolutely nothing. So yeah, I'm, I'm with Jay Z and what he's trying to do. Somebody got to do something more. So I'm gonna be honest with you. When I first saw it, I'm like, man, that's messed up. But then the more and more I sat down and thought about, it, I'm like, hey, you know what? Let me see what he gonna do with it before I, I can kind of judge or critique what he gonna do. But then. What kind of hit me left field, what kind of backslapped me was then when I see the next report, Jay-Z about to be a part owner of an NFL team. <laughs> right. So, so was this move to say I'm in here for social injustice just to get you inside the, the big boy club so now you can get an NFL team? So was this But we've a, been we've been vying for that for a long time. Before so, any kneeling down. Yeah, I we need that. a I understand we, that. we got black on this like I understand working that. on getting the, the What I'm saying though, what I'm saying though, uh Perez and, and Zach is that if Jay-Z would have just came out and the story would have been Jay-Z trying to be an owner of an NFL team, then I would have been like, cool, big move. But I felt like the NFL is using his skin tone to talk social injustice so it's a good thing for him. And then before that, that news cycle even ends, oh, by the way, Jay-Z is going to be a part owner. So it looks like from the appearance, because perception is nine-tenths of the law, is you're stepping up for black injustice now because – you want to be a part of an NFL team. Now, people aren't looking at the track record, the things he did for Meek Mills, the lawyers he's done in these other, these other situations. So they're not looking the at Beyonce that The Beyonce Super Bowl halftime show. Is it? Uh, yeah, the, the kind oh, of images yeah, that they, were presented yeah, there. Yeah. In the form they, were, they were stepping out before this thing was a thing. So well, I'd like to kind of jump in there, uh, Hood. So as far as the philanthropy goes, they have a whole philanthropy division in Rock Nation. You know what I'm saying? There ain't too many companies doing that. He's already in bed with the NFL he represents players as a sports company, sports agency. Then Shout number out to two, Gino Smith. Yeah, you got free the free Meek documentary, the Khalif Browder. You know how much it costs to get Meek off? You know what I'm saying? Jay wasn't the only one. The Philadelphia 76ers owner. Hold uh, on. Also, you have uh, Robert Kraft. That was like $15 million to t- to t- dial back all of the, the injustices that went against Meek. So he's been doing these things well before um, – Dealing with the NFL, I don't think he necessarily needs the NFL to to be an owner. And I think it's kind of the the thinking that my mindset is, hey, why would he have to do that? If he was going to be an owner, he just needs to come out and say he's going to be an owner. Who would care? 
So when y'all say owner, what team? They haven't announced any of that. So probably, he just probably the Raiders. I would I would say Buffalo Bills. So Buffalo's been for sale for quite some time. That's what so I'm that, saying. That can definitely be a, a, a viable option. Um, but what I'm saying is that so with the philanthropy part of that is is tax write off. But I'm not saying it's the wrong thing because when you get into that type of echelon of money, you got to have some major type things. I think Jay Z's being viewed the wrong way for this. I just think the timing of his announcement as for a partial NFL owner. And the timing of the announcement for them teaming up for the social injustice, it just didn't play well or marry well together. Eventually, when the dust settles and this all goes away, what we're going to realize is this dude, Jay-Z, is going to go down the history book. He's probably one of the best businessmen, African-American businessmen that we've ever seen or known. Just businessmen. Just yeah. But no, it's just. But I get what you're saying. What I'm saying, I'm not saying because he's black, but for black people, there's not many examples of what he's done. The only other example that most people don't realize would be like a Bob Johnson with BET. I mean, that was Magic somebody Johnson. who was, uh, and We got a lot. Well, what I'm saying as far as even Magic Johnson is not on the level of Bob Johnson where he can say, hey, I'm going to be, Jay-Z got enough dough where he can actually potentially like be a sole owner. We're talking about part owner right now. So it's definitely some big things coming. And then when Jay-Z's your owner, does, does, does that get you like two halftime performances by Beyonce? I don't know what it's going to get you, but hey, I want to flip it to Cap as far as okay, go since, ahead, we're, since we're uh, kind of going there. What do y'all think about uh, those that are saying, hey, Cap took the settlement. He decided to stop uh, fighting the good fight, which in which in that settlement, it kind of put a muzzle on him. A non uh, what is it called? Like a non disclosure, a non disclosure. And then he didn't notify any of the people that was riding for him prior to. So what y'all got to say to people who say that about Cap? Man, I don't, honestly, I don't think Cap really want to play football. You don't never hear this guy talking about nothing. Like, you don't hear him speaking. You see him doing these things, putting out these little videos, but you never hear him talk about it. So the way I see it is just like, I don't believe his heart is all the way in it anymore, in my opinion. Do you feel any type of way heard about him not speaking uh, or not really hearing from Cap on a lot of situations? So, yes and no. I think I don't think Cap was a sellout by taking the the deal. Um, Cap has a lifestyle to, to support. And people can say whatever they want. But when it comes down to that bottom dollar, your bills got to get your paid. Your bills got to get paid. And the amount of money that he was paid, no one will ever know because you can't speak on it. But it had to be enough to get him to not speak on it against the NFL. Now, he still spoke on social injustices and other facets. So he still hasn't necessarily stopped the movement. He just moved away from the NFL aspect of it, just, you know, like I said, due to the logistical and legal aspects of that situation. I think with Cap, I believe, and this goes back, and most people, listen, people are not going to make me happy when I say this, but I believe Cap had a great message. I still feel to this day his execution was flawed. Taking it in that extent, the taking the knee and other things, I don't take the knee as a disrespect to the flag, and not, not even in the slightest bit. And I think everybody who's saying, oh, you're disrespecting the flag and you're, you're disrespecting the military, first off, go to any military base at 459 and watch how many people scatter so they don't have to, so they don't have to stand for the, for the national anthem being played. So I don't take it that we way. We see it all the time. I people. mean, every single day. But I just feel like what he did differently, I just feel like there was a, a different way to go about it. And... The response he got, it just kind of showed the ugly face of the country we live in. 
somehow lately, and we say we both do this, and go, this, is, go. this is me. Ahead, I, I believe certain individuals in certain positions, and I'm going to let you be smart enough to put those two together, has made racism okay in this country again, has made it okay to speak your mind or speak up towards these things and actually start acting out in these ways. And then we act surprised when it happens. But if you, they always said, attitude reflects leadership. Best line I ever heard from the, from the Remember the Titans movie. Right now, our current leader is not portraying the leadership that's needed to guide this country. It's actually causing more of a social de- social division. That's why you have some of this stuff going on with Cap. That's why you have some of this stuff going on with these with the, the white, black, Mexican. You, you calling people out saying you need to go back where you come from. Like, you can't do this. And it's almost been made okay to be blatantly obvious and boisterous about your racial differences with other people. And they're not going to ha- be happy until we start going back to days where we start rioting. And people are start going off, and, and it's things getting. People are close, and they are close. People they are, are they, close. They are to very it. close, and we need some type of. And this is on a country, on a nation type level. We need something to soothe these these racial indifferences. And that's why I want Cap to come out and speak because right now I feel as a people we are as a black people as black and brown whatever you want to call it. This shit can't keep going on. Like they, him and Jay have to get together, have a talk. And smooth this out. I'm, I'm, you know, I was looking at his Know Your Rights camp IG, and it was nothing but slander against Jay Z. And prior to that, those posts all were positive. Was about what was going on in the community, and now it's nothing but slander. And same thing from Jay Z. People who who side with Jay Z, and it doesn't have to be about size. These men are both doing great things, and I don't want it to continue to get there. Like that shit hurts my heart. That two black men doing such positive things in the community and this is the outcome but i'm gonna put you with another one this is where i feel like us as black people fall into this dumbass hole yes absolutely man we sitting here speaking out and lashing against another black man because he's rich and they speaking out against him oh he's speaking out against cap he's speaking out against him and the focus has been more so on the sellout aspect of it other than what this whole thing started from and i'm sorry I don't think that it happens by coincidence that the NFL decided to put these pre- headlines out. Anything that gets the attention of that good old boys club, right, right. they will run with and it. Charlemagne spoke on it too. Did you see the uh, Instagram post where they cut Charlemagne's questions where he was very direct in asking questions about how people were going to frame this or whatever. And it just, the way they rolled it out was exactly how you're talking, huh, to where they, they painted the picture that benefited the NFL. It benefited the NFL. And here's the thing right now, the biggest topic, hell, I'm going to tell you what we even talking about it. The bigger topic now is what is Jay-Z doing? Instead of we've made little to zero progress in social injustice to African-American people. Literal, li- I'm going to give you a prime example. The, the mass shooting, horrible event, tragic event. The shooter, they grab him. We talking, we walking conversation. African-Americans put up, he can die. Literally can die. They had a guy in Georgia getting pulled by a rope off of another guy with a horse. That was the way they detained him. But yet we worried about is Jay-Z selling out. Man, we got to listen. Listen, people, man. Gotta listen, tighten man. Up, man. We got to get ourselves together, man. It's getting real out here. Stop. Listen, people say stay woke. Damn, stay woke. I need you to be woke, be active, and be active. I mean, just do more and realize what's going on. Start helping each other, man. African-Americans, I love y'all. But we are our own worst enemies. Too divisive. Too divisive. Anytime somebody gets in position of power, 
we gotta chop that person down. We gotta nitpick every oh, last thing. That. He ain't do this. Jay always been about the money. I don't care. I'm not on one side or the other. You know what I'm saying? Both of those men, as men and as humans, have faults. We all do. You know what I mean? But I think at the core, what these guys are trying to do is pure. They're trying to help out their peoples, and they're actually doing something. One is going about it one way, and one is going about it the other way. That don't make both of their ways completely right, and it never is going to be to anybody. And and I think that's where you're coming back to that uh – I don't know Jay is kind of speaking on it, whole up front, saying that, hey, I don't know what he's doing, or I tried to reach out for him, but it's uh, with Cap, he's silent. You can't be silent. Like, you you was doing your protest. You don't who brought awareness to this issue. You still got to continue to speak. You got to continue to lead. You know that's, what's going on. But he's saying, I'm going to tell you why Cap not speaking. But because Jay Z is involved with the NFL, those three words can come out of his mouth. They have put a literal, you said it best, a muzzle that he cannot speak towards the NFL. So any conversation he can have about Jay-Z, what's going to be brought up? What are your feelings with Jay-Z working with the NFL? And he cannot speak on that. So I don't think it's that he's being silent. I think that he's been. Well, they got a workaround that he's using right now because uh, his his woman was speaking on his behalf uh Earlier, that's when we brought and up that's this the whole thing I don't issue. Like. And that's the other thing so I don't if you, like. If you, but that looks worse the, when she speaks on yes, it. Yes. Because that makes it look I, worse. I agree. But the, I mean, uh, at the same little point, you got to like dial it back or you can have her, you can have that, that person correct that little portion on there and make sure the dialogue is coming off correct. I would have, to, right ask now, my dialogue yeah, I would have to ask my lady to, to fall back. I mean, you can't tell her what to do. You know what I'm saying? But you, I would have to ask her to fall back because some of the things that she's said to spark this off you know because jay said he spoke to him and then they came right back caps um side said nah we didn't speak to him at all so somewhere he in between to, yeah he has yeah, step up somewhere in between area. is the truth and and cap can speak to that he doesn't have to speak to the nfl he can speak to hey we didn't talk about anything as far as him owning a team or you know joining the nfl and to kind of start some social injustice reform or anything like that and let me play devil's advocate press and and cash what if Cap is not speaking? Because by speaking could possibly dead the issue. And if this issue gets deaded, Cap becomes irrelevant. That could be a strong possibility. I don't it very very don't, well could be a strong possibility. I, I think that man gonna but go down in history. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, but he finish. still signed his contract. His contract is still good with Nike. Like he didn't already got that money off that. So, like, what more could he have want? Like, if him continue to say nothing, I feel like he's gonna die off anyway. Uh, he has to come back and continue to speak on the issue and uh, take down. I'm not super educated on everything that Cap is doing in this arena, but let me ask you: what is he what what is he doing financially to support this cause? So he back. So the Know Your Rights camp backs uh, a lot of smaller um, things. So the, the Know Your Rights camp is strictly funded by Cap or whatever. So and then he has some. Um, he has people who were donators. One of which is Jay Z. So, you know, I, I saw a funny comment and somebody was just being petty, but they was like, well, Cap, if you feel such a way about Jay, why don't you just give the money back that he donated in regards to your charity? And, you know, and the sad part <laughs> is I, I, I'm willing to bet the person who made that comment was one of us. So, yeah, exactly. And that's just because that device that's, that's the petty device of pettiness. You know, so they <laughs> did. I mean, everybody was riding for Cap. Ourselves included, you know what I'm saying. I got the the Nike T-shirt with Cap hanging up in the closet or whatever, and I just bought it off the strength, you know what I'm saying, as, as a form of support. But look, 
he got to get paid. He got to make money too to support what he's trying to do with Know Your Rights Camp. All what they have done, I don't have anything as big as the the things that Jay has done on on that level because Jay has a little bit more money to work with. But a lot of it, Cap, yeah, well, yeah, I'm but Cap has Cap's Know Your Rights movement is a little bit more grassroots and straight to the to the people. And Jay Z mainstream. And I've I've seen a lot of the things that he's done, and they may not get highly publicized and. You can imagine for what reason why they wouldn't be highly publicized, but he's working with some great organizations and I can name them. But, you know, they're doing great things in the community on a smaller scale. So it's not like Know Your Rights Camp is a BS thing. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I think it's safe to say, and I think we all can agree, um, there's work that needs to be done on all sides. You know, on Caps, Jays, white, black, Asian, purple, green. Everybody's side needs to work on this because we got to find a way. Man. Well, look, man, let's keep this thing moving, man. You know, we could be talking Jay-Z and Cap all night long, man. For real, for real, man. So right, we'll be back with y'all with the next segment. I said a hip, hop, hip it to... Is that not what we're talking about? Hip, hip, how you don't stop? The boogie to the bang, bang, boogie to the up, jump, the boogie to the bang, to the boogie to beat. We talking about music and no, we not. Which one we're going to start with? Nicki Minaj or we're going to talk about albums? I was really live. Yeah, we, yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, we can talk about the Nicki Minaj thing. I, I just go back and do that whole part again. Thanks, Press. Yeah, we, oh, y'all was yeah, we was, oh, yeah. we was in our thing. We were in our bag. Oh, I thought y'all was joking, man. No, man. man. Yeah. Just run. Hey, so look, we back here with music, man. None of the prayers is going to put his headphones back on. <laughs> hey, man, let's get into it, man. Uh, we, last week, we discussed a lot, you know, had a lot of good things going on. But right now, beef seems to be what's for dinner. And Nicki Minaj got some beef with Ross. I think she also got some beef with Joe Budden. I really think her beef is stemming from the simple fact that Cardi B has made her irrelevant. But that's another conversation. Not this again. I'm just saying this again. Cardi! Barty. Hey, man, look. Uh, Shit, her. I mean, Frank, I'll let you start, man. I'll let you start off because I watched both of the interviews and I got my takes, but. Oh, man, I want to start off with her, her podcast when she had Joe Buttons on and not letting him speak. It was just like, man, that was just. Putting Joe Button in a hostile situation for a change—that was—that was a nice little it change of pace. That was see. very, very it was nice entertaining to see. But I mean, like quick background: Joe, Joe's been asking for this, yes, saying a lot of things about Nikki and, and and making a lot of insinuations about her being on drugs or her knowing about the Cardi and uh, her record and not and you know in the rollout with the new Meg the Stallion song like he. He said a lot of things over the, the last five years of being of the Joe Budden podcast that that's what that mounted up to. So that wasn't Nikki just being Nikki. Nikki was just going off because some of the things that Joe said are just speculation. I like I said, I don't know about everything that was going on. I just like the situation, like because I watch, I listen to Joe Budden podcast, watch all the uh, the video list stuff that he puts out and everything, and it's him always being that vocal. Uh, yeah, antagonizing uh, people. Yeah, just being that, and now seeing him just get owned or something like that in that whole interview, that was entertaining within itself. Like then it comes back, you know, she still goes attend his podcast, and then when she attend his podcast, oh, she ain't done. <laughs> oh no, she still had, she still had something to say. She still had something to say, and said anybody else that's uh calling out, you know. Her, her husband. Oh yeah, she pretty much threatened. Like she pretty much threatened people who slick, slick talking. So she uh, threatened the ghostwriter of anybody that's spitting bars and and not in favor of her. So who who's she talking about? 
Pretty uh, much. That was Cardi B. Cardi B's uh, writer. And then also uh, she did mention something about uh, Ross or whatever, and whatever he said in um, Apple of My Eye from um, the uh, the album. So I'm going to play it for y'all real quick. Hold on. Could you ask for Tears running down the nigga face In a room full of failures I feel out of place Still sleeping on the floor When you deserve better Got you reeking through the cold Even in warm weather I told Meek I wouldn't trust Nikki Instead of beefing with your dog You just give him some distance We all make mistakes So yeah man um, This album came out About two years ago I want to say Year two ago and uh, Nikki's just speaking on it, but Nikki hasn't really spoken on a lot of stuff as far as what people have been saying about her and little shady things that have been thrown her way. Fellas, how do you feel about her bringing this up, and does she have any valid points? I didn't points? think it was a valid point anyway. I think it was a throwaway type little line. It was just something that sounded good in that little part. He didn't really say nothing bad about it. He just saying like that the situation was getting volatile. That happens in relationships, period. Like, so I, I'm not... I'm not seeing where she's getting upset. I'm seeing where she's getting upset from a woman's standpoint of a man attacking her. How was that attacking? All she did just said, like he said, he's not going to get specific. Yeah, but it, it just, it was not, if you, you just said it was just a little line he threw out there. For me, it was a line that wasn't necessary. Like that's not your, that's not your business to really speak on. You know what I'm saying? Let Meek handle Handle that and Meek spoke. Now he didn't really speak on his own relationship and shit this like that. It's the same dude. Like he was on the song. Wasn't he on? No, that was French. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So my thing is, I, I get where she coming from from a woman's standpoint. Oh, shooting in the gym. You wasn't uh, Drake? Yeah, wasn't he on that? With yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying this is the same person that was on that song. Like, so they speak on other people's stuff. Like, if you want to say that, Gain done talked about everybody's relationship. But she brought up the whole text <laughs> and when they were in the White House together and her bringing up Meek's case while Meek was locked um, to President Obama and him. And she said she physically saw Ross texting Meek or whoever, uh, I believe it was Meek or somebody close to Meek as far as, hey, you got a real one. I, I don't think those were her, the exact words. Oh, man. So let me tell you this. Relationships can go bad. They can go south. They can go a different type of way. They can start going bad after a minute. So you can think your person's in a good relationship, and then later on down the line, just y'all life and stuff. Some other things. Some other down. things didn't happen, and now y'all not on the same page, and it goes a different route. Like I said, he did. I didn't see that he spoke anything bad about her up there. He just said, like, hey, y'all got to go y'all different route. It's not working. Yeah, I don't think the line was that damaging, but I think she takes a lot of stuff personal, and she was kind of just speaking on people lying on her as far as, you know, things that she's done for them or just rocking with people and being around them, and then on the flip side, those type of things happening. Also with the Cardi and the, uh, her being on that same song with the Migos and stuff like that, she had issues with uh, Joe saying that she wasn't necessarily, um, you know, approving of that. So that's kind of one of those things where I was like, eh, you know, hey, man, this is exact, exactly what we do is what Joe does as far as just speaking on the culture. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And what he thinks may be happening. Now, we may not have all the facts, but that we it's our job to speculate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and that, that's the point where I'm getting. I think that she just she's jumping on stuff that she don't need to jump on. It's, it's a losing battle type of deal. Like you, you can't address every situation. There's people out there that don't like me. Right. 
that's, that's, that's just this is the way it is. They're gonna talk. They're gonna throw dirt on my name. I can't sit here and address every little person who throws dirt on my name. Exactly, man. So you know, I think it was kind of ill time, but you know, hey, man, she she didn't really speak on a lot of things over the last few years, and now it's you know, I guess it's her time to really speak on everything, and that's cool. I, I don't have an if issue. She want to waste up millions just going through court cases, going after everybody who's uh, said something bad about her or calling this out or this threat that she's throwing out, and she want to go handle all this little stuff with these people, and then now that's that's on out there. I don't know how you're going to get out of that situation if something do happen to these people. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, switching gears, man, uh, you know, I can't forget to say happy 34th birthday to the man, uh, the late, great Nipsey Hussle, man. So we're going to pl- play you a little something real quick while we uh, before we take a break. Stay on my job, grind with my squad, 100 racks on my car, no license at all, no 10 on that thing, nigga, cause that's how we ball, all these fuck niggas flaw. Suckers and frauds, my circle so small, stick to my script and just ball. First I pick up my bitch, and we shut down the mall. Had to pick up the tent, she tried to pay for it all. Bring some yak with my plate, garlic noodles and steak. Bouncing out the ballet, with all these tats on my face. People looking like, hey, black niggas stay in your place. But it's some shit they gon' think, and it's some shit they gon' say. Got to a brick from my A, see that music's my fate. Switched it up from out my trunk, went to the top of my state. And I'm Versace my waist, like Tupac in his hay. Brian Williams, how I built this soft money estate. Whoa. That whole situation still crazy, man. Yeah, it's dude, still that dude is. I still can't stuff. listen to this album without getting super emotional. I ain't never met this dude in my life, but like just the shit he was saying and the level he was on and how that shit was motivational music. You can and you can apply it at all levels. Whatever you doing, whether you were a nine to five worker, it it was just that I felt everything that man was saying. Man, he gone too soon, man. Yeah. Gone too soon. Yeah, really, really too much. Hey, but uh, on these other albums, like, did you listen at the albums that came out this past week? Yeah, so I got to a few of them. Let me pull them up, man. So, uh, shoot, you start with which one? Which one you start? Uh, uh, really the Young Thug. Okay, so give it to me, man. I, man, I so wouldn't expect you, <laughs> of all people, to be a Young Thug fan. I, you know, I like Young Thug. He be out there doing this little weird thing, but uh, he actually comes with it, man. Like half the time, it's just like he does. He got his lane. That's what I'm saying. He sticks with it. And he rides with it. So if you, if you're a young thug, if you like that type of music, he gave you more of that. It's not his best album in my opinion. It's not. Uh, I think Jeffrey was pretty good up there in my opinion. But yeah. like this one ain't that. But he got a couple of little bangers. Yeah, on the there two tracks stuff. you sent me to uh, the one featuring Lil Baby. Yeah. Speaking of Lil Baby, I like that guy, man. I know you do. I like Lil Baby a lot. I know you. He do. been he been killing, man. Yes, he has. He's been killing features he's been and he's been doing his thing, man. He I been, did not like. I'm not completely sold on his album. We talked about. Oh yeah, that the album, the album. Don't who cares about that? But he, but, yeah, I can he give you ten features, features right now that I can make a playlist off yeah. of, and you gonna fuck with every last one of them. Yeah, and he on some good some tracks with rappers that yeah. rap, and he's out rapping them. Yeah. 
or having a better verse rather. So I'm definitely gonna get into that young thug man on my flight. Uh, you know, this upcoming week. Yeah, give it and give us some solid thoughts. No, I'm gonna give it a full listen. I ain't got nothing else to do for about. 13 hours of flying. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to listen hey, to that. Hey, you got to catch up on that BJ Chicago kid too, man. That's, you that's never on your the speaking list. on that. So, yeah, BJ Chicago kid, that's on the list. Uh, Quality Control, QC, they came out with an album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm going to check that out for sure. They've been doing big things. So, um, for those you don't know, they got the baby. They got Migos. They got Little Baby. Uh, they got, what's the what's the two chicks that... um. One of the chicks got locked up. Da-da-da-da. I still don't think you gave that Beast Coast album its proper playthrough, neither. I think Beast Coast. Old, yeah, you still owe that album a good listen through. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. It's a lot of shit that comes out, man. Uh, again, man, so this week, man, Snoop Dogg came out with an album. I want to thank me. I let that rock out for some reason first, and then I found myself locked in about 30 minutes in. So Snoop continues to show and prove. He damn near 50. And he, he still got it, man. I'm I'm sorry, man. I don't I don't know. I, he's just good. He's good at what he does, man. And this it, the album feels and sounds good. So the little Duval song was funny as hell on there. I like that one. Uh, but as far as Snoop, he takes me back to a, a time and point in my life, and it just like he's still in that. It's just that smooth he's still, delivery, yeah, he's still cutting man. That, that little claw. But I. I tell you right now, it's probably gonna break the rotation. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, it might not break the rotation, but it's a good little bridge. Uh, and then finally, we got uh, my boy Currency, Hot August Nights. So I was rocking uh, to that on my way over here. I got through about four or five of them joints. Hey man, whoever's doing the beats on on this, and I, I'd like to have more facts for you guys, but I just listened to it on my way over. Those beats are banging, man. Like the first We're five just happy joints. We at the point now where we ain't getting the currency, like. Mixtape album every other week. Yeah, glad he, he slowed down. The I pace think he a was bit, oversaturating us, more, us, giving us a little bit more you know, quality. Now, if we both smoke weed, I think we would like him a lot more <laughs> because he just be having some vibe out music. And then when I be in certain moods, especially when I'm just chilling and listening to music, man, uh, you know, having a little cocktail. Currency one of the guys I go to because he can always put you in that vibe, but. You know, I don't have much to say on that album. I'm only five songs through, but uh, I'm definitely liking what I'm hearing uh, so far. Shoot, what else we got, man? So, Freestyle Little Week. Oh, no, 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 no. Upcoming albums, man. Upcoming albums. So, the Rap City comes out next week. I'm excited for that, man, just yeah, for the yeah, simple fact definitely. that uh, that's one of the... I won't say she's I'm happy just because I want to put HUD on something other than Cardi B. Yeah, we have to because he has to stop referencing her for everything. You know what? Um, I'm not gonna reference her. I'm just mad that the music nowadays is moving away from how powerful it used to be. You know? Well, because out of town hardheads used to be Swiss <laughs> cheese. Though. Edit that out. Edit that out. Don't you edit that out? <laughs> I swear to God, if I don't hear that in the pod. <laughs> but nah, man. So rap city, man. She can really rap, man. Like, oh yeah, really rap. I, and I have heard her. Yeah, she can so, go. So she can go, and then she uh, apparently her album has a lot of uh, all the titles of um, black women. Or whatever, so significant black women in the okay. culture. Okay. So uh, that I thought that was pretty dope, and uh, her lead single with uh, D'Angelo, and I forget who else is on that that song. Um, but it, it sounds pretty good, and I know Ninth Wonder is gonna bless her again, yet again. Yeah, I stumbled across some new music this uh, week too. I shot it to you, man. I don't know if you got a chance to listen at a couple of singles out there. It was like a Mozzie and Gunplay. Oh, the Mozzie. that one. Gunplay went off on that. Yo, I, I was listening to that track as well after you sent it, and I must admit, 
that gunplay did go off. And I think it's only right for some people who didn't hear it that we need to let them hear that. Oh, I got you. I got it coming oh, up, fellas. Do? I got right. it coming up right now. Listen, bro. Hey, that young boy Gunplay got something, boy. Man, and when he focus, when Gunplay focus, when he off the coke. When they off that cocaine, it's a hell of a drug. Man, I, I love me some gunplay, man. <laughs> man, I love me some gunplay, man. Every time, like he just comes with it, man. It just shocks me. I was like, cause you, why is it? Why is it shocking you? Like this, this dude is that he's he's good. <laughs> he's not mentioned anywhere. That's the reason it shocks but I, me. Just but I like, think that's because he's been he's been like a feature hero. Most people don't give him a chance to give, get get that solo thing going. Right. Once again, don't throw back five on the dash. But you know, but I'm saying he does have some single records that that goes hard, man. So we definitely big time, big plug for the man Gunplay. Now you also sent that. I don't know if y'all talked about it. And if you is, you can just edit this out. Did you talk about the Young Thug? Yeah, we yeah, talked yeah, about the Young Thug. I, I agree. I shot you one more single. Did you check that one out? No, uh, it was, no, no. Uh, La Toby, uh, I think it was. It was some, one of those songs that just like randomly came up on like one of my playlists that popped up, and I started listening to it. I'm like, man, this is all right. What's the name of it? Uh, City Blues City Blues City Blues and uh, Toby T-O-B-I It's hard chilling with niggas who only talk about bitches and never about business Misogynistic till they sisters get involved Then it's vengeance in the name of feminism of course Bragging about who they pipe down in high school fool What about right now? Ooh you wanna fight clown Want me to put the mic down and leave me Mike Brown Light brown soaked in a concrete and that's Toby. Yo. So I think that kind of came to me just because, like, I've been listening to a lot of innocent pack because uh, you see, you got that kind of type of vibe to it. But it was, uh, it was pretty good with music. So I was like, I had to pass that along. But you know me, I got the switch gear. <laughs> what you got? Kids? What we got? You know what I love, boys. Hey, but real quick before you go into your moment, you know hey, what I love? That Toby was banging. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's a yeah. dope. That's gonna get added to the uh, the the playlist, man, for sure. But uh, you know, I love that coke selling. <laughs> that pot whipping, drug dealing music. That old East Coast. That old East Coast just raw shit. Benny the Butcher, people. LA Leakers Freestyle. Oh, boy, here we go. Yo, hey, look. I just put a stash house around a palisade. Clothesline a brick like I'm Diamond Dallas Page. Like he Diamond Dallas Page? Man, he just closed down the brick. Closed like line the brick. Okay, like let me keep, Let page. me just keep going. I was fronting a nigga work and I was half his age. I ran around with nappy braids, selling dog for cracking cane. Yeah. Now I was matching chains. I tell you how to stack this change and triple. Spend a little, never mix it with the cash you save. I don't like these niggas. I forget these rappers' names. Guess me and real don't matter to them since you can't get that appraised. Mm. Got him from a hangover Ooh. and I got back to business. This between me and you. I done shot cats for listening. I bought lashes, <laughs> fake ashes. I bought contacts for bitches. I need high stacks. And contacts with contract extensions, but a cool act. I turn this to a new set. You fuck niggas ain't give me no advice. I could use yet. Who set the table with eight balls like a pool set? With stressing true, yes. Now was BS's on my crew neck. The strap mine, the homie just riding and told it for me. Yeah, and he down the line, you over this money. The plug need me to get rid of it. You know it's ugly. That got my price cheap as the nigga who sold it to me. They diamonds don't hit like this. Listen, man. That's Benny the Butcher, man. Go listen to. Tana Talk 3, go listen to the plugs I met, and I guarantee you would not be disappointed. Man, these leakers, they just getting 
all the five freestyles. They get, yeah, they getting, yeah, they getting everybody, I, man. Yo, y'all, like, I'm be getting out here soon. If y'all need hiring over there, come on, holla at your boy. Let me get in. I just want to be in the part of that. I just want to be. I just want to be there because <laughs> these cats coming out there and rapping their asses off, and it's even they got veterans doing it. It's yeah. just don't have new guys. Just, man, just nothing but dope shit, man. Right now. Man, but dope shit, scary. man. So, man, uh, shoot, what else we got for music? I think that's it, man. I think we done uh, got everybody. And if we didn't, we'll get it next week. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. All right, man. So uh, stay tuned to the next segment, man. We're going to get into this uh, Couch Potato, some shows that we're watching. You. So you're sitting on the couch, you ain't got no choice, you're there. TV's on, the fire sticks plugged in, or your cable bill, whatever you choose to do. Don't know what to watch, don't worry, <laughs> we got you. Couch potato segment. First up, Snowfall. Oh my gosh, exact. Look, Each week, it's getting better the and better. The anticipation is building. He walked in on the dude with the gun. He said, listen, you owe me money. I want information in 48 hours. Now, this dude was somebody he was scared of in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, he was the plug. And now, he done ran off on the plug twice. <laughs> hey, yeah. He, he, look, man, I don't know. The transformation of Franklin is something to behold, man. And Jerome, Jerome went the other way. Yo, Jer- yeah, Jerome trying to be, I don't know why. He took that ad whooping and he like, he trying to be legit. No, yeah, no, no, no drama. But my thing is, I mean, he wants something of his own. You know what I'm saying? Because he see his nephew doing his thing. And he just wants something to, to where he ain't got to slang drugs no more. And I, and, I, and I get it, man. But for Franklin to walk up in there and demand respect and, and get it, um, you know, that was a dope thing. And I think he needs to pay attention to his pops because his pops is telling him, we're going to fortify you because this cop that he's realizing is using him, he's saying, let's fortify you and get not. We need to learn more get about away. him and, yeah. and, and get all that oh, other he stuff. Oh, he's doing his homework, to where too. He's untouchable. And I think he's getting to that standpoint, man. But listen, I tell you what, hands down, it is literally, it is a much watch. Like, seriously, every week as it comes out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying I even got a book out of it. The Spook Who Sat By The Door by Sam Greenlee. Y'all ever heard of that one? Nope. All right. So, um, real quick, it's just about a guy that was um, intermingled with the uh, CIA black guy, and he was pretty much kind of like we were talking about Jay Z earlier, how he's invading that industry so he can take it over from within. So that's one of the things that um, you know this book is about, and I have yet to start reading it, but I've always heard of it from my pops. I've heard of it in other movies and other um, book clubs. So. Um, but yeah, I hate to deviate, but the spook who sat by the door. So I'm definitely going to start that. We're we going to speak on that. Um, but yeah, man, Franklin's doing his research on homie and, uh, I, I can't wait for it to unfold because at a certain point, Franklin's going to have to utilize that information. Like his dad saying, he's got to fortify himself to make sure that, he, that he's untouchable. So it, I, it's a great episode. It's a great show. Um, I, I can't believe that it took me so long to learn about it. And now that I do watch it, I can't miss an episode. Yeah, that's every every Tuesday. We've FX. been trying to tell the prayers to watch on it, but I guess he's been on executive orders to watch some bullshit. It is only one show on TV right now. Hard Knocks. Uh, These Raiders. Oh, shit. Here we go. Yes. Go ahead, speak we on, got, we got We got John Gruden coming back in, stepping in, taking that authoritative role, reeling our team back down. Uh Y'all, y'all talked about it last week. Abrams, like, stepping out of line. This is him stepping up. Like, I've seen a lot of this episode of him just 
bringing them back to reality and like getting the focus on the game and the stuff that they need to improve on. That's what we're seeing a lot of this week. I think next week we should start seeing cuts. That should start happening like soon. So you think the uh, what's the wide receiver's name? I watched it, but I can't remember his name. Uh, that was uh, he was catching the long ball and all the difficult catches, but he couldn't catch the basic routes. The young rookie kid that they got there. Yeah, um, I can't. Uh, I oh damn! Let Raiders you know. Fan. Let you know how important he is. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, um, he got to make team for me. To I know he's number eighty nine. He's not local kid yeah, from Almeida, Gaines or something like that. Uh, uh, he ain't probably should look it up. Huh? He ain't gonna make the team. Uh, we don't fact check. Yeah. When he make the team, I know him. I guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> he ain't gonna make the team. I tell you what. What was ugly was Antonio Brown's feet. It looked like he'd been playing with the, you know the thing that sliced the meat at the commissary. It like he was putting his feet up in there. Yeah, he said like they nasty. had to drain the. Oh yeah, man. That, it's bad, but you know it's scary. As bad as his feet is, he can still run. Yeah. Like, how fast he gonna be when he get his new feet? Like uncircumcised, as he called it. Yeah, it was yeah, actually that was, very, that was a, a great reference. You think, you think so? I don't yeah. think it was just there's a lot of dead skin. <laughs> Cutting it off, it's just coming through. There's a lot of dead skin, man. But you know, other than that, I I, t- I can tell um, the young boy um, Abrams kind of took a step back a little bit. Um, he still made some good plays, um, but he was not as boisterous as he was in episode one. I think he got a chance to hit, and he was still as aggressive as I expected him to be, but. He just kind of dialed it back, and I think it was a better look for him. The defensive end coach, too. I was, I'm, I'm liking him on. Oh, there. Buckner. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He, he came from Tampa last year. Yeah, remember that. He over there telling boy, I don't know if y'all don't care which round you got drafted in. You ain't on this team till you on this team. Right. He pretty <laughs> much telling him, if you ain't got that dog in you, I don't want you here. Yeah. And you know, it's the Raiders, man. I do think you guys have a good chance of actually um, winning a few games. I don't think you guys are going to be great. I think your London trip is going to be a horrible disaster. But, um. Well, I, I hope good. the same thing to your Buccaneers over there. Hope y'all just just go down and just get destroyed on that London game. I really don't hope that, man. But I just feel a certain type of way because I said that you talking about the Raiders. Like, like, okay, I take it back. I hope y'all win. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, nah, but you know, but, I hard knocks. What I you made a good point. Gruden looked like he was a lot more in control of the team this week, whereas in last week it looked like he was kind of just there. all over the place. And man. now he kind of seems like he is the coach. And I think when they got into the game and. What to me as a coach, because I do coach football, when I see the stuff like with Sean McVay and how he started and how they put him on, it just gets me excited to know like in two years I can actually attempt to do these type things and put myself in that situation. Um, I tell you now, y'all heard it first. I'm gonna be on somebody's sideline. Hey trust, man, trust you already been that. on some sidelines. Talk your so shit, huh? What sidelines you been hey, on listen, so hey, far, hey, man? Hey, hey, listen, hey so what did you think about Mad Max though? Uh, Mad Max broke his hand. And, you know, he went in the back and they gave him some good drugs. Mm-hmm. They gave him some good drugs. He came back out and he trying to still play. Um, but that, I, that I, don't showed, that ro- that I don't see him cracking the rotation. Com- coming from last week with Ollie and then this week with Mad Max, there was, I, I, gave, I think they gave a good point of view of where you should be at as a rookie when you're trying to make the team. Your mentality has to be a little bit different. Yeah, exactly. And I think I – think, yeah. That definitely showed that Max just you, stepping you, up. You may not start or you may not get a lot of play, but you make the team on that type of effort. Uh, Ali was the opposite. You know, he missed his uh, his damn treatment. Like, if you can't do that, you're a grown-ass man, man. Like, why wouldn't you go get treatment for something that you're struggling with? Like, it, it doesn't make no sense. But I definitely uh, was impressed with Mad Max coming back in. But, um, again, not to slight him, but that's not something that – 
most players wouldn't do in that situation to where if you know I think that happens often as far as you break your you break your hand and I'm not making light of it but I'm just saying for those dudes But you are. No, I'm just saying this is what those this is what they do. This is what they do all the time. They come back in the game, they're broken up and they continue to play. I mean, this is nothing special. It's just special for a rookie that's trying to make a team, but it's not special overall because it's been Why done. Why you got to hate on the Raiders and try to bring them down and downplay us right I'm now? I'm just saying, we got man. Some, we got some people out there that's ready, that's focused, that want to make this team. How many players you see better. out there playing Clean with the, the cast on their hands? Saying like, hey, you know what? It's we, a lot. I don't care. <laughs> There's a lot of players playing with that cast. The same type of injury. I only know uh, that shit happens John to John Paul Pierre. That's the only person I know. <laughs> John Paul. It's John Pierre Paul. But whatever. whatever. You know what I was talking day, about. Like I said, the young man, he's in a position where he's got to fight um, to go get out there. Um, he smashed his hand. I hope he actually gets his hand back together. But the Raiders, you you guys gave us some personalities this week to kind of for America to fall in love with and kind of root for. And Max has made himself that guy that you like. Man, I hope he makes the team. The receiver kid, uh, young, I believe his name is Gaines. I'm just gonna go with Gaines. Um, he, you, you want him to make the team, but when you think about it, he's not gonna make the team. Mm-hmm. When you talk about Antonio Brown, you talk about Tyrell Williams. But people forget that y'all got Tyrell Williams. No, most people, I, I never forget. Most people don't even know where Tyrell Williams came from. Do you know that Chargers? Okay, all right, all right, all right Frank. All right, Frank, yeah, yeah. Frank, I know a little about the team. Um, but you know, you got him in there. You got JJ Nelson that you guys signed, who's another speedster. I mean, other than JJ Nelson, and you still got Hunter Renfro, who I think in the right system is is Wes Welker on steroids. I mean, because he's much faster, much quicker, um, and a lot younger. We're gonna have and him a for lot, and a lot younger. But he's gonna have like him for he, some years. But he's like he about seventy though. Look at him. But you know, oh yeah, he do. Um, so you look at those pieces that you guys do have, man. Josh Jacobs still don't really want to be seen. Um, y'all got Doug Martin, who's still a capable back to give you a couple of games. The Raiders on paper, if you look at it, they're not as bad as people think they are. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they gel, how they how they're effective, and I think the defense is going to really determine what goes. I on. get it. Yeah. We winning you over. I pick you up a hat from London when we come back. I got you. Never said that because um, <laughs> last time my team played the Raiders, we, we won Super Bowl, beat the brakes off y'all last too. Uh, with, with with our coach. Ain't my fault y'all let him go. Hey. <laughs> First round draft. And now he Look back. That. Look, at that. Look at that. Hey, so you was talking about books earlier, and we got to talk about uh, the Dapper our, Dan joint. Yeah, yeah, our book club. Yeah, let's, so let's catch don't up on sleep on the couch bit. book club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, told y'all I'm going to start reading this Dapper Dan. Started started reading it. Uh, you passed me up. Yeah, yep. I think I'm about halfway through. Uh, it's a typical biography <laughs> like it talks about so you don't recommend it <laughs> it's been a good read so far but like in my opinion i'm, I'm not not sold not, on not, it. not not sold on these like story like this is a story that basically just regular life everybody goes through or you got somebody in your family that went through this whole deal it's starting off like just him just going through school uh poor so he had to find different ways to get things, became a hustler uh, from the hustler life, uh, started getting the money, started getting, you know, I found out that he's a womanizer. That's what it sounds like, even though he tried to avoid saying that several times We just times talked about that book. last week on the pod. You yeah. said you were too, but go ahead. Back before you got married, before you got married, of course. You know? Why are you? Why are you, why are you <laughs> hey, we, we talking re- about this man. Hey, the reason, not, not my life. <laughs> the, reason the reason I got into it, man, is uh, – I mean, I always followed him. You always heard about uh, him as far as, you know, in the late 80s and stuff like that as far as, um, you know, from in different raps and who outfitted who and the different eight-ball jackets and 
you know, stuff like that. So, so I always wanted to learn about, yo, what is it about Dapper Dan? What, did, you know, that everybody's talking about? So that's the part home. I'm just coming up on. Like, it's still, like I said, like, all the stuff that I got to so far is just being like all his background stuff. It's like him going to jail, coming out of jail. He's still hustling. He's starting to get his education a little bit more, start focus on that. Uh, he became a little bit more spiritual in jail, learned learned why he became spiritual. And like he said, the reason he wasn't spiritual in his early life was on there was just because, like, he was in the church, and then he seen how, like, the preachers and deacons were in the church. They will preach one thing, but then out there doing something totally different, you know, having kids outside the family, drinking, stuff like this. So, uh, But he started to see how spirituality gives you something. I think he used a reference of, being on a wall, it's like your wall. So if you got a wall there, it's something to lean on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. If so, so, I'm definitely going. I probably finish it by the time we get off this flight on Monday. Uh, so that's going to be my to do list on top of uh, you know doing what we do for this pod, man. So I'm definitely going to get that done and get the uh, the one I mentioned, the spook who sat by the door. So that's another one I highly well, recommend. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you the next book. I got to recommend the next book. All right, I got me you. read this this one after we done. I'll give you. Yeah, I read. I'll read. read the next one. I read the next one, man. So man, look, look, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I got a book. What? Oh Lord, what? somebody missed the I don't read unless it gets is it, me is a it, check. Is it, is it the playbook? Oh, is it a Playboy book? I mean, what is, it? what is it? You know, I know, I know you a little bit alone at the time. You know what, I'm saying? what kind of books you read? Hey, listen, listen, I got a book, man. Uh, David Goggins. Okay, tell us. All right, tell that's, us that's more. The, I'm intrigued. Yes. Oh, y'all really don't know who it is? No, I don't. Oh, uh, David Goggins, dude, who used to be a Navy SEAL. And he, he actually was a Navy SEAL, a pararescue. He did like every service in Special Forces. And he's got a book. And it's kind of a motivational book. And I know y'all big into motivational pieces. No, no a, we not. You not. You not. I'll okay. read them here and he here. Um, <laughs> it's more of an audio book. Um, and I've also been listening to the audio book about, um, what was the name? We were just talking about it earlier. I can't think of the guy's name. Um, the Pimp. Um, oh, Iceberg Slim. Iceberg Slim about pimp. Uh, oh, it's so an audio book about pimping and yeah. uh, Navy SEAL. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Your, like, your range is wide. <laughs> Listen, it's both of them audio books because uh, reading is not really my thing. And other than that, you know, I stick to Dr. Seuss, Green Eggs, and Ham. But other than, you know what I'm saying? Those are books that I'm actually listening to right now that are very good. Um, but if people are looking for a great read, I will also tell you to read a book called Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey. Boom. Money. Cool, man. Hey, man, that's all we got. It's been a long pod, but it's been a good one. Like I said before last week, the way you can help us is if you get on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Rate five stars. Rate it. And if you rate less than five stars, you you are are a hater. Ooh, yeah. And don't Mm. forget to comment. Yeah. Hey, but look, man, thank y'all for tuning in, man, from, from the from the trifecta, man. Your man, Hadrico, we got prayers. Yeah. Exec P, man, what we up, thank up? y'all for tuning in. Um, stay off the couch, fellas. Ladies, hit us up with some good topics. Follow us on Instagram at DSC underscore podcast. That's everything. You can follow us on everything on DSC underscore podcast. And if you want to shoot us an email, it's don't YouTube coming soon. YouTube Uh-oh. coming soon. Is that is that what we, we going? We going to the tube? Oh, yeah. yeah we going to the tube, yeah. man. Hey, y'all, level up. getting real, man. We about to level up, man. Episode 18 in the books. Fellas. Thank that, y'all. Working on Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.